Hey everybody, it's good to be here today for the program. This is November the 19th, 2020. What a year 2020's been, huh? It's, uh, I think it's challenged a lot of us and uh, most likely everybody really has had some type of challenge they've faced this year. Um, we've had a lot of great things happen in the midst of the chaos in the midst of the corona situation and lockdowns and all that we have been experiencing, God has showed up and showed out, hallelujah. First of all, I wanna thank uh, all of our monthly partners who give each and every month. And, and, and I wanna say this, we have not had a single monthly partner miss a month this year. Now, how blessed is that? Praise God. That's cause for thanksgiving right there. Hallelujah to the Lamb. God is so good. And travel has been a little iffy this year. Uh, we have done a little, but we've been so busy getting into new broadcasting uh, arenas. Uh, most of these we have to pay for. And so the partner stepped up to the plate and helped us to get that done. Uh, there's a lot of free stuff out there that we are on that costs the ministry nothing. And then there are some places... Uh, where if you want to broadcast, you have to pay. And so we pay because we believe in the power of the gospel. And um, thank you. Thank you for those of you who support that work. Also, we've been able to give a score of Bibles and Christian literature this year. Also, articles of clothing, foodstuffs, and other things that are so needed in the country and around the world, for that matter, today. So we've been plowing along this basically the same path as always, except for two things, the travel, which has definitely been light this year, but also we did move. And uh, I've said this before, you know, if somebody mentions to you the word move in the same sentence with the word COVID, you might want to reconsider uh, what you're doing because it's very difficult but we got her done, and there's, there's a few things that we still need to do relative to our new place here. But we have all the room we need. We have already had gathering here. And uh, God is going to put in place what he wants, when he wants, how he wants to give the most glory to his name. You know, I quit a long time ago. I just quit trying to build my ministry. I don't want to build my ministry at all anymore. What I do wish to do, though, is be a kingdom builder. And I want to see souls won to Jesus Christ. And I want to teach kingdom to those of us who are already born again. And God is shaking things up, rearranging some stuff, and putting us in position to do just exactly that. I'm not going to go a whole a long way into announcements during this broadcast. This is our Thanksgiving broadcast, and uh, there's so much to be thankful for. Oh, my Lord, my Lord, my Lord. It seems like even in the worst of times, if we will just kind of take a look back and see what God has done in our lives, all through the fire, all through the flood, hallelujah, but we've all come through the blood, amen. There's been a lot of blessings along the way. There's been a lot of mountaintops and a whole lot of valleys. But through it all, there's always something God has done in our life, with our life, through our life, 
that we can be thankful for. Amen. And so we just believe that as Christians, we're called to be a thankful people. We can face life in two different ways. We can talk about how hard it is. We can expect everything to just fall into place and be handed to us. Or we can knuckle down and look at everything good in our lives as a blessing from God, which it is. And we can face times of hardship a whole lot better with the joy of the Lord in our hearts. Amen. Hallelujah. I just want to read a few verses here today as we are fixing to celebrate Thanksgiving. And I, I got to say this too, you know, back during Easter time, uh, officials, because of COVID, officials, you know, they prevented many people from having Easter services uh, in their church. I don't think that ever should have happened, really. And I certainly don't think that we should cancel Thanksgiving and Christmas. I want you to notice that those three holidays are all essential, both to patriots and to Christians. Easter, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. And now they, they can stay home, uh, locked in their basement if they choose to do so. But I'm going to celebrate Thanksgiving because I got a whole lot to be thankful for. It's an important time. So let's help the American family and let's give praise to Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. It's a family time and we want to help the American family. We don't want to cancel your religious services. Please don't do that. There's always those that thinks we can get by just fine without church, but church is essential. Hallelujah. Express your thanksgiving. Celebrate thanksgiving in 2020. Give thanks to Jesus and celebrate Christmas in 2020 as well and honor God and God will bring us through these hard days. And I believe that with all of my heart. Hallelujah. And so... It's amazing to me how any government can make criminals out of decent, law-abiding, Jesus-loving citizens. It just amazes me. I, I, I have no time for it and no use for them if they're going to enforce this stuff. All right, And we'll just leave that right there. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. As for me and my house, we are going to give thanks to God for the good things he's done in our life and for the many blessings he's bestowed upon us, not the least of which is just simply the blessing of Jesus. Amen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That ought to put thankfulness into your hearts right there, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it really should. We're, we can be thankful because in Revelation 1.18, we see that Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning. He's the end. He's everything in between. He is all in all. He's the author of and the finisher of our faith in Hebrews 12.2. He is the chief among 10,000s in Song of Solomon, chapter five and verse 10. He has granted unto us unmeasurable grace. Oh my Lord, thank you, Jesus, for
for your unmeasurable grace. He gives us grace for our case. He gives us grace for the race. And he gives us grace in our place. Hallelujah. God, that's in Ephesians chapter two, verses five, six, and seven. We're thankful for God's power and his omnipotence, which means all power. Hallelujah. In Matthew 28, 18, Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. And the one who has all authority has commanded his people, hallelujah, to be ye thankful. Glory to God. And it seems like when we get in on that, the blessings just keep coming and coming and coming and blessings aren't always things or stuff. Amen. We can be thankful that Jesus is omniscient, all-knowing, and all-wise, the wisdom that God has given to us. Colossians chapter 2, verse 3 says, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30, listen to this, but of him you who are in Christ Jesus, who became wisdom for us, uh, for, for, became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. He did that for us. It, he flows that th out through us to others and we are his representatives. Wow. We have a lot to celebrate. We have a lot to be thankful for. Also, we can be thankful for his omnipresence. Matthew 18, 20 says this, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. And I am so thankful this Thanksgiving. I'm so glad, I'm so happy this Thanksgiving 2020 that Jesus Christ does not social distance himself from us. Glory to God. He draws near. The Bible says draw near to God and he will draw near to you. He's right by our side. He's holding our hand. He's holding us up through life. And that should be cause for rejoicing and cause for thanksgiving. Amen. There's just so much to be thankful for just simply in the work of Christ among his church. You know, his presence causes our very hearts to burn within us. When, when, when we get off into the presence of God, the very hearts inside of our breast, the heart of each of us begins to burn for more of him, burn for his word, burn to communicate with him in prayer, to burn within us. Listen to what the word says in Luke 24, 32. And they said to one another, did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us on the road and while he opened the scripture to us? Be thankful for your Bible because in it, God reveals many things to us, things that we need for healing, things that we need for prosperity, things that we need for blessing, things that we need that causes thanksgiving to rise up inside of us, hallelujah, God gets it to us through his, his word, through his blood, and through the Holy Spirit. We can be thankful this Thanksgiving for the miracles that God performs. Jesus himself opened the eyes of the blind. 
healed the sick and demon-possessed, healed lame and crippled people, on and on and on we could go. God is the master. And that's a strong statement. <clears throat> Let me bear down on it just a minute. God is master of COVID. Jesus is master of it. Cry out to God with a thankful and a grateful heart and watch him move in your midst. We can be thankful for all of Christ's words and parables. His parables revealed a whole lot of truth to the disciples. Listen to what's said in Mark chapter four, verses 10 and 11. But when he was alone, those around him with the 12 asked him, Jesus, about the parable. And in verse 11, Jesus says to them, to you it has been given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. But to those who are outside, all things come in parables. How many can just take a moment and be thankful that at whatever level you're at right now in your walk with Jesus, you are beginning to know and understand the mysteries of the kingdom of God. Isn't that thankworthy? Isn't that better than just being in the dark, so to speak? So to speak? We can understand these things because the Lord envelopes us in his presence. Thank you, Jesus. The word of the Lord is a light to our path, Psalm 119, 105. His word is eternal and will never pass away. Mark 13, 31, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. Everything in this world is gonna burn. The house that we live in now, the one that we just moved into, all of the property, all of the outbuildings, everything's gonna burn. The car that we purchased after the other one was wrecked during the summer, that car is one day gonna burn. All of this material, even our Bibles and our study books that we love so much, and it, one day it's gonna burn. Anything of this earth is gonna burn one day. It's gonna be renewed. The earth itself will be renewed and regenerated and remade, hallelujah. One day we'll be in a new heaven and a new earth. Praise God. But his word will not pass away. Everybody that I've ever known who has passed away, time goes by and they've been gone a while, but the word of God still reads the same. And that is something to be thankful for because everything else, my dear friend, that you would count on, anything else that you would count on to give stability and foundation to your life will fail you and let you down. But the word of our God stands forever. Amen. Something to be thankful for. We are also thankful for God's promises and his faithfulness to us. You know what Jesus said in Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28? He said, 
Come to me, all you who, you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. God promises that he will justify us. Let's read a few verses of scripture here as we continue to talk about thankfulness. And even thankfulness in such a time as we're having hard days, we're having a rough, a rough patch, you know, but we're called to be thankful. In Deuteronomy 8.10, the Bible says, when you have eaten and are full, then you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land which he has given you. I wanna ask you a question. As we look today at all that is happening in our nation of America, I wanna ask you, have you been a person who lived your life thanking God for your freedom? The freedom to preach this word without censorship, you know, we're gonna fight for that freedom. We're not gonna roll, we're not gonna cave, we're not gonna give that freedom away. We are gonna fight for the right to preach the word of God uncensored as God hath spoken it. There's still a lot of Americans with the spirit of our founding fathers within us who will fight for freedom. We're gonna do it. But how many of us have lived our lives thanking God for that freedom? Have we thanked God that I mean every day, every night when I go to bed, I don't remember a time in this great country where I ever went to bed hungry. Have we been thankful for the blessings God has bestowed upon this land? When we have eaten and are full, have we blessed our God for the good land which he has given us? And if you haven't, the good gospel news is because of Jesus, you can start today and begin to thank God and bless God and honor God with your life. You can start right now, wherever you are. Let's read Psalm 100, verse four. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Bless his name. Psalm 107, 22, let them sacrifice the sacrifice of thanksgiving and declare his works with rejoicing. It doesn't say declare his works with fear, being afraid of who in our culture out there might not like what we've got to say. Who cares? Declare the works of the Lord, hallelujah. Declare the truth of scripture with rejoicing and great joy. That's pleasing to God. And the more that we do that, the more that the Lord enlarges our heart and our capacity to receive that joy, the more he transforms us. See, sometimes we have to start thanking and praising God uh, and it's not really being felt, you know what I mean? But the more we obediently engage in thanksgiving and praise and rejoicing before the Lord, the larger our capacity of spirit gets until it becomes so real that it overshadows totally everything else that's going on trying to block that joy. Praise God. In Colossians chapter one, verse 12, it says, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us 
to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. Hallelujah. You know, God made all of this possible for us. You say today, well, I'm a born again Christian. God made that possible for you. You say today, well, my inheritance is heaven. When I die, I'm going to heaven. Praise God. I'm on my way to heaven. And I'm so glad the old song says, you know, God made that possible for you. He has qualified you for that. How? Through the blood of Jesus Christ, nothing of your own merit, not your own good works, not your effort, nothing that you deserve. We deserve hell, but God has made us qualified to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints and the light because we place our faith in Jesus and he shed his blood on Calvary's cross. Praise be to God forever and forevermore. Uh, Colossians 2, 7 says, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. So there is a direct link between thanksgiving, having a thankful and a grateful heart and the working of faith, accomplishing the will of God in your life. Faith can be hindered by ungratefulness. Faith can be hindered by neglect of worshiping God for the blessings he's bestowed upon your life. You could say it this way, be thankful for all things. Praise God as a way of life, whether bitter or sweet. Let's look at Habakkuk. See what he says here. Chapter three, verses 17 and 18. Though the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruit beyond the vines, <clears throat> though the labor of the olive may fail and the fields yield no fruit, no food, uh, though the flock may be cut off from the fold and there be no herd in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. One of the most prophetic things that we see right now in our world is unthankfulness. And it's actually a spirit of unthankfulness that abounds in our culture today. And that's very, very prophetic for the last times. Let's look at uh, just uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 and 2. And the great apostle says this, But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, and unholy. So we can see even as it relates to the prophetic last days, the prophetic end times, unthankfulness is lumped in with a whole bunch of other sins that is creating this climate that we live in now, the climate of anger, the climate of hatefulness, uh, all of these things that are evident in our society today, and maybe the root seed of a lot of it is unthankfulness. I mean, when you're not thankful for your republic, when you're not thankful for your freedom, when you fail to express your thankfulness for the blessings God has given you in life, 
It does something to you on the inside. You remember I told you a moment ago that when we are thankful and when we do praise the Lord for what he's done in us and, and for us and through us, we enlarge, actually God enlarges the capacities of our hearts to receive joy, to receive thankfulness in our life. So the opposite is also true. That's how things work. If we don't praise and if we're not thankful, then our capacity for it gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller until finally we become calloused. Now you tell me you're not seeing that in America right now because it's out there everywhere. People are unthankful for their God. They're unthankful for their country. They're unthankful for their families. People are unthankful for their friends. People are even unthankful for their daily bread as they, as they begin to expect the government to give them more. They're unthankful. And it's a terrible problem that we're facing in the last days in this country today. But Thanksgiving is a time when we can sit back, we can make the choice to sit back and reflect upon where God has brought us from. <clears throat> what he saved us out of, the mighty victories he's won in our life, the mighty destiny that he's planted within our very souls. And we can reflect upon the goodness of the Lord in allowing us to be a part of his company. It's amazing to me. There's so much in 2020 to be thankful for. Let's look at Colossians 3.15. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. Oh, hallelujah. Do you know that when you're thankful, you'll walk in more peace? The more thankful and grateful that you are, the less nerve pills you're going to need to take. The more thankful and grateful that you are, the more peace you're going to walk in, even when the world seems to be falling down around you. But you will have great peace and great joy because you are a recipient of great grace. Hallelujah to the Lamb forever. Peace is a powerful friend, and peace can increase. And the element is thanksgiving. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. It makes us victorious in so many ways. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians 5.18, and everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Let me deal with that just briefly before we start to close. Give thanks. It says here, give thanks in everything. Notice that. In everything, not for everything. You've heard this said before, I'm sure, that we don't give thanks for all the bad things that happen to us in life. We don't give thanks for car wrecks and sickness and disease. We don't give thanks for... But in the midst of those times... In the midst of those circumstances, there is power in praise. 
and there is power in a thankful heart. We've already showed you how it increases your peace in the midst of those things, how it enlarges your capacity to receive more of the thanksgiving, praise, and rejoicing from the Lord. There's a progression that starts at being grateful for what God has done in your life. And it gives you power to overcome. I think we're gonna need that in the days ahead. I know I haven't spoke very long on this program, but I just wanna encourage each and every one of you. We, do, we don't deserve, you and I don't deserve any of God's goodness. The bread and meat that we eat, the very water that we drink just tastes of God's mercy. His love clothes us. His spiritual blessings flow in a continual stream in our lives. We should praise God with thanksgiving in all circumstances and all situations. And God did not say that there, that, you know, he didn't say praise me and be thankful unto me unless you're in a season of COVID-19. He didn't say that. He didn't say praise me and thank me if everything is going good. But friend, we need to allow the Holy Spirit today to enlarge our capacity to praise and worship our God in the midst of these times. God is going to open our eyes. Another thing that's very important during the days that you and I are living in is for our eyes and ears to be opened by God. He wants to speak to us. He, he wants to guide us. He wants to prepare us. He wants to show us the way. And we have got to be in a place where we can hear him and we can see what he's doing in us. And that will not come if we're bemoaning the circumstances of our life all the time. We will lose sight. We will lose hearing of the things that God's trying to say to us to make it better and to turn the situation around and to turn our conditions around. Hallelujah. Today, we need to learn how to hear God as never before. And we need to be quick to obey him when he speaks. We are in some critical days. I, I believe we're in the last of the last days. I believe there's going to be many problems coming down the road. I believe there's going to be many more hard days coming down the road. But oh, my friends, if we will just exercise thankfulness, God will enlarge our capacity for thanksgiving, for gratitude, for peace. We talked about it a moment ago, for faith, for faith. As we are thankful, everything we need to survive the days ahead, God has promised us in the nugget, the seed of thankfulness for what he's done in, for, and through our lives. He will increase our peace. He will increase our wisdom. He, he will give us his wisdom. He will increase our, our, our sincerity. He will increase his kingdom. And as we see our kingdom diminish, that should cause us to rejoice because Jesus said, 
that he would build his church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against us. When we are part of building his kingdom and not our kingdom, we will see the master rise up and he will speak a word to the storm, peace be still. And then we start all over again and give him praise and give him thanksgiving and cherish him and cherish his presence and he keeps increasing it, increasing it and gives us what we need to survive because you see the times, the prophetic times and seasons will not change. If God has spoken it, it shall come to pass. How many knows that? So these days are going to come. How you and I handle them is going to tell our story. So this Thanksgiving, may I encourage you, first of all, to be thankful for what God has done in your life. And secondly, can you share a spirit of joy and thanksgiving and peace and stability with those around you in your life? Could you show those who are without the camp that there is a way to live life, even in hard times, with joy in your heart and peace and confident assurance that God has got this and he will turn this to the good of his saints? Can you do that? I believe, you, I believe you can. I believe every one of us can if we'll ask the Lord to help us. So this Thanksgiving, let's cherish him. Let's be thankful for all that he has done. In Jesus' name, let's share it with others. Let's put a smile on our face and let's give it all away. In Jesus' name. This is Brother Paxton saying, go with God. He will go with you. Bless you.